Welcome to Corey's Conscious Living Podcast, where you'll find bedtime stories for children of all ages. Hello, all my beautiful, special, sweet, cute, loving little friends. Are you ready for October? Are you ready to like get all spooky and Halloween-y? I have two special stories for you today. Two Halloween stories, one back to back. So you can fall to sleep listening to your Halloween stories and get all spooky and scary. I hope you have a really cool Halloween Make sure that you stay safe, please, okay? So if you're going trick-or-treating, wear something that lights you up so you get seen if you're crossing the road. Make sure that you're with a parent. Make sure that you stay with a group all the time. Have a really fun time, but stay safe, my little friends. Enjoy your stories. Are you ready? to meditate with Kari. Make sure that you're all comfortable in your bed. The lights are just right. You're snuggly and warm and safe. It's almost Halloween. Heidi, Cherry and Vea were over at Tucker and Leo's house. They were getting ready for Halloween. Everyone was very, very, very excited. Well, not everyone. Leo was not so happy about the whole idea. But he'd found the perfect outfit where he could be totally himself and yet still participate in the Halloween experience. As we know, Leo was not very fond of people. In fact, he wasn't really fond of anything. He wasn't really fond of other animals. He wasn't really fond of loud noises. He wasn't really fond of candy. He wasn't really into the whole idea of Halloween, but he was trying very hard for Tucker to be involved. He decided to go as a tent. Tucker helped him. He basically put a tent, a small tent, around himself where part of his head was sticking out at the top. So the rest of his body was completely covered in tent. It was genius. Tucker said, I think it's awesome, Leo. It's awesome. It's like the bestest outfit for you ever because no one can touch you. No one can play with you. You won't get any hives. You won't get itchy. You won't get any swelling. You won't get any coughs because no one will be able to rub up against you with plastic or latex or whatever it is that you're allergic to. Perfume. Who knows? Anyway, you're completely contained. You're contained in your own little tent, your own outfit, all night long. Apart from your head, that's the only thing we can see. It's genius, it's genius. I, on the other hand, think that my outfit is a lot better than yours. I'm going to be a... Everybody had to guess what Tucker was. At the moment, he got paws over his regular paws. 
But these paws were bigger paws, and they had bigger, stronger, longer claws, like nails on them. And then he had like a ruffly mane around his neck and a bushier tail than he normally had. And he had fake teeth in, so his teeth looked really, really big and menacing. A mouthful of teeth, almost like a shark. Cherry said, Er, are you a shark? Because you look a bit like a shark. Tucker said, no, not a shark. Vea said, me thinks you're a lion. Ooh, that's good, said Tucker. But no, no, I'm not a lion. Close, but no, I'm not. Heidi pushed her glasses up her nose and had a closer look at what Tucker was wearing. Are you a wolf? said Heidi. said Tucker. I'm a wolf. I'm a wolf. And you know what's really awesome? Wolves eat everything, don't they? They do. They eat like, they eat like puppies, they eat cats, they eat, they eat bacon, uh, they eat, oh, they might even eat babies. Vea <gasps> was appalled. Oh, me thinks that's awful, Tucker. Tucker said, I'm only joking, Vea. I won't eat babies. I really like babies. They smell so nice. And if you lick them, they taste like milk. No, I'm not going to eat babies. Don't worry. But they do smell tasty. No, no. But wolves, wolves eat anything, don't they? They eat like small dogs. I love small dogs. Small dogs are so tasty. Cherry said... Now, Tucker, you know you're not supposed to be eating anything. And Halloween is supposed to be friendly. We're only pretending, you know. Your outfit's a pretend outfit. It's not a real outfit. It's pretend. Like, look at me. Look at my outfit. I mean, you wouldn't think I was a surfer dude, would you? But look at me. I look just like a surfer. Well, I am a surfer dude, aren't I? Because I like to surf. So really, my outfit is very authentic. Cherry had got a surfer t-shirt on. She'd got some vans on. She'd got some really cool shorts on. She'd got some really cool shades. And she looked just like a very, very cool surfer dude. She'd also got a white stripe and across her nose and across her cheeks like she'd got sun cream on. You know, she was so cool. Look at me, I look awesome. I look so much like a surfer dude. And then, you know, uh, how do they talk now? What do they talk Totally rad, man. Yeah, cool, said Cherry. She didn't really talk very much like a surfer dude, but she was trying and she looked amazing. Vea did a big spin in the middle of everyone. Anyone know who I am? She was talking just a little bit funny because her mouth had got false teeth in it. Well, she got like fangs, just fangs. Anyone no, she kept swallowing a lot because it looked like the teeth were making her very like salivary and dribbly and she kept having to go <laughs> like that because she was going to slaver everywhere. Cherry said, um, let me guess, a vampire. Vea said, um, no, not, not quite. Heidi said, are you a princess vampire? Vea liked that idea. She was wearing a black, all black princess dress that was very puffy, full of net and tutus and sparkly. It was very pretty. And the front of it had a red ribbon on it. She looked very, very Halloweeny. 
Mm, no, no, not a vampire princess, said Freya. Leo said, Count Dracula. He was very unimpressed. He was unimpressed with all of it, but he was trying. Freya said, yes, Leo, but yes and no, I'm Countess Dracula. Leo said, very nice, Freya, very nice. And then rolled his eyes and laid back down in his tent. Can people wake me up, he said, when we have to leave? I'm going to take a nap. I'm already exhausted. This is way too much. Emotionally, it's just too much on me. I need to take a nap and prepare for the crowds. Leo turned around in circles a few times in his tent, trying to get comfortable, and then finally flopped down on one of the pillows that was on the floor in the living room. Cherry said, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Heidi, Heidi, what are you? Heidi was wearing her glasses, so she looked very normal, but she got red framed glasses on rather than her typical black ones. She had a crazy white wig on and it was standing up on end on the top of her head. And she was wearing a white doctor's coat. Heidi said, can anyone guess? Heidi said, how about this? <laughs> she was trying to do a very, very deep, sinister laugh, like a crazy person laugh. <laughs> Cherry said, I've got no idea. Heidi, you're just going to have to tell us. I'm sorry. You do look a bit like a doctor, but then I don't know what that crazy white hair is. And, and why do you have red glasses? What are you? What are you? Heidi said, I'm a mad professor. Cherry said, that's so you. That's so you. A smart professor, but crazy. Mad. You know what you need to do? You need to have some like crazy black eyebrows or something. You know, that look like caterpillars when you see them. Some people have those eyebrows, don't they? They're like crazy. You look at them and you go, wow, look at them eyebrows. And all you see is like these bushy eyebrows over their eyes. And sometimes they even all go together in one, like a unibrow. You need a unibrow. You need to like get some black fluff or something or some black wool and stick it across your eyes so you look like you've got one giant mad professor unibrow. Heidi said, that's a really good idea. She left the living room and went in search looking for some black furry wool to stick across her eyebrows. She thought maybe she could stick the wool on the top of her glasses and then it would be all one piece and she could take them on and off and it would be all together. Genius, she thought. Cherry said, well, you've got five minutes. Five minutes. It's the five minute countdown, guys. Is everybody ready? Does everybody have the pumpkins? Does everybody have the baskets? Is it a basket when you're, when you're doing Halloween collecting? Or is it just a pumpkin? I mean, what is it? Uh, uh, is it just a bag? I mean, what do you call it? Because a basket sounds more like Easter, like an Easter basket. Whereas a pumpkin, like if you have like a, pla a plastic pumpkin, like mine, mine's awesome. If you have like one of those, it's definitely more Halloween-y, isn't it? Leo opened one of his eyes and said, I don't need a bag. I'm allergic to candy. Cherry said, nonsense, Leo, nonsense. Just because you're allergic, don't be so self-centered. You might have to touch it, yeah. But do you, uh, do, you have, do you come out your knives if you touch candy or is it just if you eat it? Leo said, just if I eat it. 
Jimmy said, awesome, great, because you're extra pause. Extra pause means extra candy. And this is important, Leo. We're on a mission. We have to get as much possible candy, as candy as much as possible, as much possible candy, as candy as much as possible. Do you understand me? Leo just closed his eye. He couldn't be bothered. <sighs> he said, and then looked like he fell back into a state of sleep. Faya said, me has this red, um cup. Is that okay? She looked like she got just a plastic red cup to collect her candy in. Yeah, Cherry said. If you're only expecting to get like five pieces of candy, are you absolutely bazonkersly nuts? How are you supposed to... I need to breathe. How are you supposed to put like 10 million billion pieces of candy in a cup? A cup? That's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Get something bigger than that. Like a big mixing bowl or something. Come on. Come on. Use your imagination, Vaya. Use your imagination. Tucker said, I'm bringing this. He lifted one of his paws up and he was, car- he was carrying a big, big, giant, like 33-gallon sized bin liner. I think this will be great. I'll get so much candy. Cherry said, that's perfect. What was I thinking? Tucker, you're an inspiration. She threw a pumpkin, her plastic pumpkin that she was going to put candy in, over the back of her shoulder. Like, I don't need that. And she went into the kitchen to grab a big giant bin liner, just like Tucker's. The more the merrier. You know, we could get so much candy in this, Tucker. We could get so much candy. Tucker said, I'm thinking more like little puppies. Or maybe a kitten. Cherry said, Tucker? Tucker went, I'm I'm just joking. I'm just looking for candy. Don't worry. Heidi said, well, I'm taking my mad professor briefcase to collect my candy in. It was quite a big sized briefcase. So Cherry approved. When Cherry finally came back, it was time to leave. They all marched out of the house, locked the door behind them and started to go to all the houses that were lit up and decorated for Halloween. Because the ones that are dark obviously don't want you to come to them, right? So, the ones that are lit up and decorated and look very friendly and not too scary are the houses that you go to. And all the cats and Leo and Tucker were meeting lots and lots of friends and some of their friends had their parents with them, which is also very important when you go Halloweening or -or trick-or-treating because you never know You never know. You have to keep it very safe. And it's always safe if there's some parents around or some adult friends or guardians or whoever you need there with you to protect you and keep you safe. The cats were safe. Leo and Tucker, the dogs, were safe. All of their friends that they were with were safe. Some of their friends bought the Illuminous bracelets and necklaces and gave them to the cats and Leo and Tucker to put round their wrists or round their necks so that the people could see them in the dark because you don't want to be crossing the street when it's dark and no one be able to see you just in case there's some mad crazy drivers out there and they're not paying attention. They went from house to house to house to street to street to street. They had the most crazy amount of candy. When they got back, they poured all the candy in the middle of the room. Leo, laid at the other side of the room, closed his eyes, 
still in his tent. He was very happy about his tent. It worked. It kept everybody at tent distance. But he was tired. And he was over it. And he didn't like candy. So he went to sleep. In the meantime, Cherry was the boss, of course. She dished out all the candy to everyone. They shared up the candy that they liked and the candy that they didn't like. And some people that liked candy, that didn't like the other type of candy, swapped so that they had the candy that they liked. It was a very great success. The whole evening was a great success. Of course, they ate way too much candy. Tucker ate the candy and the candy wrappers and the plastic wrappers that went around the candy wrappers. He wasn't really into taking the wrappers off his candy. He didn't have time. And his paws never quite allowed him to do that. So he just ate the whole thing. But he was fine. He had the constitution of a horse. That dog has eaten so much candy, so much chocolate. You'd think he'd be sick, but no. No, never touches him. Never bothers him. I wish this was a puppy, he said as he was chewing on a chocolate bar. Cherry said, Tucker! Tucker said, Just kidding, Cherry, just kidding. Cherry said, Well, I think overall this has been an absolutely exceptional evening. So much fun. So nice to be with all our friends. So nice to meet everyone. And so so many people were so kind. And they gave out so much candy. So many people, because of what's happening at the moment, just left candy in a bowl outside and they had to be very trustworthy because I know I even saw some kids take a little bit too much candy and I was thinking, hey, hey, don't you be taking all that candy. That candy has to be shared all over between all of us kids and all of us cats and all of us dogs all over the world. Don't you be taking a whole bowl of candy just to yourself. You'll get, you'll get... Anyway, I stopped myself because I was going to get really angry, but I didn't. And I just took a breath and I thought, you know, it's none of my business, is it? Anyway, but what I'm saying, so many people left out so much candy and they were so nice and it was so much fun and I so love you. I love you, Heidi. I love you, Faye. I love you, Leo. I love you, Tucker. I love everyone. I do. I feel so happy. Heidi said, I think you've got a bit of a sugar rush going on. I know, I know. I always get like this when I have too much sugar. I have like so, I get so excitable, so excitable. I'm so loving, I'm so excitable and so talkative. I can just go and 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 and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. And then all of a sudden I just don't want to talk anymore. And I feel like sliding down the wall and maybe collapsing and maybe crying or maybe having a, a paddy about something. You're right. Sugar's not very good for you, really, is it? But it's Halloween, guys. It's Halloween. Let's live it up. Let's have a party. Let's just do it tonight. And then tomorrow, we'll be back on as green juices or as carrots for a snack or as vegetables for dinner. Yeah, we'll do all that tomorrow. Tonight, I'm diving in deep. I'm going in headfirst to my pile of candy and I'm not stopping until I'm sick. Well, no, I don't want to do that because I really don't like being sick. I don't like it when it's like lumpy in your throat and oh, oh, no, I don't want to do that much candy. Tucker said, I'm never sick. I'm never sick. I can eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and I'm just never sick. Funny thing is, I never put weight on either. I just say really skinny. I think it's because I'm so active. Anyway, yeah. 
I'm tired, said Tucker. He went and laid next to Leo. The cats all laid on the bed together. Heidi fell asleep first. Then Vea. And then finally, Cherry came down off her sugar high and passed out. They all still had their outfits on. You wouldn't think collecting candy was that tiring, would you? They slept and slept and slept. The end. Are you ready to meditate with Kari? Are you ready for the bestest Halloween you've ever, ever had? We don't want a scary Halloween. We don't want a too dark and creepy Halloween. We want just the right type of Halloween with a little bit of magic and a little bit of sweet candy and a little bit of witchy poo. Heidi, Cherry and Vea were all dressed up as witches. They'd been planning their outfit for like weeks and weeks and weeks. Even though all three of them were witches, they all had their own personalities and flair mixed in with their outfits. Heidi was dressed a bit like a school teacher witch. She'd been researching different spell books and actual books in history about witches and Salem and black cats and all the things that you think about at Halloween. She had a book that she got from a second-hand bookstore and it was called The Spells of Nazareth. Apparently, Nazareth was a very, very old, ancient witch, and she had lots of magical spells in her book. Heidi was really excited about her outfit, her book. She had her glasses on. She had an apron on that she had an apple in it, and she had a black feather in one of the pockets, and she also had some glitter that was black in a tube, And that was like, she was going to pretend that the glitter was magical sprinkle dust in one of her made-up spells. Vera had gone a completely different way. She was dressed, of course, you would think a princess witch, 
But no, she actually dressed like a royal queen witch. It was like a witch's outfit mixed with like a really grand, large, puffy, black satin dress. So she looked like a queen, but also like a witch. And she had a long black veil that came down the front of her witch's hat. It was very dramatic, very, very veiled. And then Cherry was dressed as a zombie witch. And what she did, which, which she thought was very, very funny, was she like sewed all different scary things to her outfit, like plastic eyeballs and like an old chewed up rat that was like a plastic rat. It wasn't a real rat. She'd also put some witchy magic in there and she tied on and sewed on some different crystals onto her outfit. But she was like a zombie witch, so she had fake blood dripped all over her dress and she thought it was super cool. They were still in the house. They'd not actually gone outside yet to start to trick-or-treat when Heidi suggested that maybe they should do a spell, like a pretend spell, you know, some kind of Halloween magic spell. Maybe there was something in her book she was very excited about using her book. She was flipping through the pages and she stopped on a page that said, a witch needs height to take flight. It was a flying spell. Her eyes got really big. She peered over the top of her glasses and looked at Vea and Cherry. Would you guys like to fly this Halloween? Cherry said, what? Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, when did you start to ask silly questions? Fly? Of course I'd like to fly. That sounds absolutely amazing. That sounds like absolutely redonkulous, like the bestest thing I've ever heard. Who wouldn't want to be dressed like a zombie witch and, and not be able to fly? I want to fly. <gasps> Can you imagine what we could do if we could fly? We could like, <gasps> you know what we could do? We could take all the candy from the house, right? And if we were flying witches, we could <laughs> and fly over houses and we could drop candy down on everyone from above. We could like fly to all his friends' houses and we could like fly and <laughs> do like a witch hackle and then and then they would come outside and then and then we would go happy Halloween and we could we could drop candy down on them and it would be like raining candy and that would be so cool like that would be like the bestest bestest coolest Halloween ever yeah I want to fly duh Vaya said hmm can we really do that Heidi said well it's in my book and on the next page, it says, Oh, 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 no. Cherry said, What? What? Heidi said, Well, part of the ingredients that you need in the spell to make the spell, to make the magical spell that would make us fly, is stardust. What? said Cherry. Stardust? How are we supposed to get stardust? You mean like real stardust? Like dust of a star? How are we supposed to do that if we can't fly? I would think that that, that, that spell would be on the page before the one that says you can fly. Because, I mean, it, uh, hello? First, 
we need a spell that helps us to figure out how we actually get the stardust from a star. And then, once we've got the stardust, then we would use it in our spelly witchy poo ingredients. And then we would mix it in our cauldron. It's going to be so cool. We're going to mix it in our cauldron, which we can use one of mum's cooking bowls and a wooden spoon. And, and you know, then what? Then what? Then when we mixed it and we do our magical spell out of Heidi's second-hand, very, very old, dusty witch book, then it would work. But you can't have stardust needed in a spell and then the spell is on the next page. That doesn't make any sense. Silly old witch. She got all the book the wrong way around. Heidi said, well, you know, actually reading the steps of what you need to do to get stardust sounds very similar to the black glitter I have in my pocket. Vea said, I, mm, I don't think stardust would be very much like black glitter, Heidi. Heidi said, yeah, that's true, but what if we used our own imagination and our own magic to pretend, because pretending is very, 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 very witchy-pooey, you know, we could pretend that the black stardust had fell down from a star and we collected it off the back garden. And as we collected it, the stardust whispered gently to us, I'm stardust, collect me, I'm very, very special. Cherry said, oh, 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 Heidi, you have such good imagination. You know, I could do that. Can you do that, Vea? I could do that. I can pretend that the black glitter that you have in your pocket is very, very, very stardusty. And you know what? If I put that black glitter up to my heart and I put some heart magic in it and I say, do, do, do. Mini Shalam Vegetables. Then that puts magical power that is very stardusty into the black glitter. And that's it. That's all we need. Vea said, Well, is that what we have to say? Because I can't remember what you just said. Cherry said, No, no, because it's done, because I have enough magic for everyone. No, and I don't know what I said anyway. Can't remember. So it must have been good. I do remember something about vegetables. But, you know, I think stars have vegetables on them. I think stars grow all sorts of stuff. I think, actually, stars have palm trees on them. It's just that we're so far away, we can't even see it. So I like to imagine my stars with palm trees and vegetables. Anyway, and if anybody has anything to say about that, then I shall just say... Go and use your imagination somewhere else, please, because my imagination likes vegetables and palm trees on stars. And anyway, yeah, listen, listen, listen. Let's just do it. Let's just try it. What other ingredients does it have in it? The, 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 the thing, the thing, the spell. Heidi, what other ingredients does it have? Heidi put one of her paws on the book and she started moving it down the page and listing off all the different ingredients. Stardust. The heart of a cat. Everyone paused. Cherry said, OMG, this is terrible. Heidi said, 
no, no, not a physical heart. Not like a real heart from a cat. That would be awful. I think it just means we have to put our heart into it. Like, not literally, like our real hearts. No, like our feelings. We have to put our feelings from our heart into the spell. (gasps) Oh, thank goodness. OMG, I'm so frightened then. I was like, oh, this is way too real. This is way too scary. I don't like it. I like, like, play magic. Don't want real, like, scary stuff or anything like that. I can definitely put my heart into it. Now it's not my real heart, that is. Okay, what else? Heidi said again. Stardust. The heart of a cat. Cinnamon. Oh, we have cinnamon, said Cherry. It's in kitchen cupboard. I'll go get it. Oh, wait, wait, read the rest then, because, because there might be something else from the kitchen cupboard. Heidi said. Black pepper. Oh, we have that too, we have that too, said Cherry. And then finally it says, three deep breaths. Oh, I can do that, I can deep breathe all day. Cory's meditations taught me really good about deep breathing, Veda said. "Mm Mm-hmm, me too, I can definitely take deep, long breaths. All right then, said Heidi, let's do it. Let's put this magic spell together and get flying, witchy poos. Cherry went to the kitchen. She got the black pepper and the cinnamon out of the cupboard and went running back to where Veya and Heidi were standing on the back garden. And then she forgot that she needed one of Mum's bowls that was going to be a cauldron and she needed a wooden spoon. So she ran back to the kitchen to get a big giant bowl and a wooden spoon. The moonlight was shining down on the back garden It was very Halloween-y. It had gone dark. They could hear kids laughing and lots of noises on the neighborhood. It felt like things had started already. Trick-or-treat was definitely in motion. Cherry said, come on, we're missing candy collecting. Heidi took out her glass little container with the black glitter in it. She poured some into the bowl and said, This magical stardust will help us fly high up to the stars, high in the sky, like witches from far and wide. Eons and eons ago, this black pepper will make us fiery and fast and spicy and fun. The cinnamon will make us warm as we fly in the sky. And then finally, three cat hearts. All three of the cats put their intentions from their heart and took three deep breaths. They all visualized in their minds them flying in the sky. Flying high being full of joy, having fun, sharing all the candy out of the cupboard that Mama got for Halloween. They were hoping she wouldn't notice because they took it all and there was no Halloween candy to hand out for people trick-or-treating at their front door. (gasps) Oh dear. But they did have all the candy, which meant when they were flying through the sky like witches on their brooms. 
they could deliver candy from up above and hackle like witches. <laughs> Happy Halloween! The cats took their three breaths, sent their visualizations and their intentions and all of the love out of their hearts into the mum's bowl. Heidi was stirring away with one of her paws, using the wooden spoon, stirring, 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 conjuring up the magic from all the witches from ever, like past, present and future. All of that magical power, all of the Halloween magic, all of the full moon magic, all of their cat magic, drumming it and strumming it and stirring it and making it into the bestest magical potion anyone could ever, ever make. All three cats opened their eyes. They felt a vibration under the tush. A vibration that wouldn't normally be there. The vibration felt like a humming, like a throttle, like a, as if they were sat on a motorbike. Vroom, 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 was the sound that they could hear. Cherry looked down. She had a witch's broom between her legs. OMG! She looked at Vea. She looked at Heidi. They both had witch's brooms between their legs. OMG! said Cherry again. Oh, 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 M M M M M M M M G G G G G. It worked! Oh my goodness gracious me, I can't believe it! We're witches! We're actually real witches, guys! <laughs> she said, trying to make her best witchy hackle sound. Vea said, Hi, I don't think I feel like that kind of witch. I don't want to hackle. It's a bit scary. I like the more of a... Hello! I'm your friendly witch from the neighbourhood kind of sound. I prefer that. Cherry said, Oh no, I'm a zombie witch. I'm going to hackle. <laughs> but then I'm going to say, Happy Halloween! So then they'll know I'm not that scary. Heidi said, Are we ready? Are we ready to fly, my sisters? And then, that was it. They set their intention on flying and it was like their brooms were connected to their thoughts. Like... Like you can imagine alien spaceships being connected to the aliens' thoughts. There's no buttons or gear sticks or anything like that. It just flies where they want it to fly. And that's exactly what their witches' brooms were doing. Their witches' brooms were connected to their thinking. They were connected to their minds. So if you thought, go left, the broom would just go left. Go right, the broom would go right. And when Heidi said... Are we ready to fly, sisters? All three brooms responded and just took off the ground and flew fast. Very fast. Very, very fast. To the point where the cats had to really hold on tight. Up to the sky. This is so amazing. I don't believe it. Cherry was looking down over the crowds of kids and cats and dogs and parents and everyone that was like little ants all over the streets. There was little 
tiny little candles, there was pumpkin lights, there were house lights, there were flickering lights, there were strobe lights flashing. There were those like, you know, what they called, the things that you snap and break. Chem lights, there were chem light necklaces and bracelets. It was just like a stream of different bright lights. Little ants walking around below with the flashy lights on. They went round and round and round in circles. They flew up to the full moon and it didn't take very long at all. They flew all lined up in front of the full moon at one point and it was like three silhouettes of witches pointy hats on on their brooms flying in front of the moon <laughs> said Cherry ho ho said Freya she sounded a little bit more like Santa than a witch but she was happy with that Santa seemed much more friendlier and gentler but these weren't scary witches they were the cats and the cats aren't scary they're just fun they did exactly what they wanted to do they flew over everyone's houses and trickled down candy from the sky and as it landed on the floor next to the kids the kids would look up and then Cherry would shout it's us is Heidi Cherry and Bea? And then all the kids in the neighborhood would recognize them and shout, OMG! As if to say, What on earth? How come you guys are flying? They had the bestest time. They did loop de loops in the sky. They made figure eights. They made spirals. They made circles. They were having the bestest Halloween ever. After some time, though, they got tired, just like they always do. They landed down on the ground on their back garden, and their brooms just magically disappeared. And what was very, very strange was Heidi's book just disappeared. The spell book, the magical spell book that she got, just disappeared. Poof. Gone. As if they were never to do that again. It was a once in a lifetime. That Halloween where they actually turned into real witches that could fly. This would be a Halloween that they would remember for the longest time. The end.